One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. What's up, gang? Heya! Heya! Alex, you can't sing any more of that or we'll have to pay royalties. <laughs> I don't think they'd want it. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas are like, you, you can have that one. You can have Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Black Eyed Peas, Alex. Who is it then? Isn't it Outcast? Yeah, it's Outcast. Yeah. Okay, we have to stop this and start again. anything like the Black Eyed Peas. Oh like. no, we absolutely are keeping this bit in. It is outcast. I've been lied to this whole time. Want to tell the nice people at home, Simon, what you did this week for the first time? Uh, it wasn't this week, it was a couple of weeks ago. But oh, having just, just finished a D&D campaign based around Romeo and Juliet, I've actually finally uh, seen it, having also never read it. So I went to the Globe. Um, yes, I mean, I feel like I got most of the basic plot already, but it was quite strange to play a campaign before actually having read Romeo and Juliet. To be fair, our campaign didn't stick to the plot. Right? No. I feel like well, we no. might have spoiled Romeo and Juliet for you a little bit. We gave you a few spoilers, but saying that, it is quite old. It's yeah. quite well known. <laughs> and also, I have seen the film Hot Fuzz, where they do the really terrible Amdram bit of Romeo and Juliet in it partway through. So there's that. So Simon, uh, now you've finally watched Romeo and Juliet, you know what it's about. Let's uh, let's hear your critics' review. I mean, the version that they did at the Globe was actually really, really well done. Um, it was like it was quite a modern version, and they uh, linked it to loads of like mental health awareness issues and things like that. And like it was a really like interesting take on it. So it was a really, really cool version. One of my favourite things that I've seen at the Globe. So it was awesome. You're sounding real middle class right now, but... I am real middle class and I'm fucking owning it and I don't care. But who did it better, the global me? I don't know if we can say that you actually did Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. There was a balcony scene, so, you know. People died. It's not, you know, it's fine. Hang on, hang on. Don't spoil it. This is from, like, this is the second season intro, right? Yeah, but people might listen to second season first. Don't spoil it. Okay. Spoilers for Romeo and Juliet. People died. Yeah, spoilers for season one. There was a balcony scene, sort of. And ants. I don't remember ants being in the original, though. Maybe they, maybe they <laughs> cut that bit. Yeah, but that's okay. That's why ours is better, though, because we've got ants. Obviously, obviously. You, you may not have seen the original, but there seems to be a, an awful lot of stories that are basically just Romeo and Juliet. Famously, West Side Story. A coincidence website I'm on, apparently also Underworld. No, not seen that. Not seen West Side Story. Weirdly have played the music to West Side Story in an orchestra before, but... You're sounding even more middle class right now. I'm, I'm owning it, as I said, owning it. Apparently also High School Musical, which I don't remember that being based on Romeo and Juliet. Alex, have you... Hang, hang on, Alex, how have you watched High School Musical and I haven't? I've not watched High School Musical. <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. Alex, any other good ones? Having ripped off Hamlet for Lion King 1, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, is apparently supposed to be Romeo and Juliet. That makes sense. And I suppose it's time to press my big red recap button. I can't find it. Has anyone, has anyone got one near them? It's my Iron Man fidget spinner. It's kind of red. No, that's not my... I've, I've misplaced... Alex, where did I put my recap button? Um, 
I try to think of a joke, but I can't think of one. There's no, there's no joke coming to mind, is where you put it. <laughs> Simon, do you have a, do you have a big red recap button, Simon? Can't afford one, mate. Oh, mate. We don't, we don't pay him for his time on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, here we go. I've found my, I found my spare one. The three of you managed to creep down the stairs into the basement levels. You're trying to creep around and you turn a corner and you stop and you can hear three voices coming towards you. Back up and see if we can hide ourselves in there until they've gone past. You guys run, I got this. Then the guards come around the corner. They see the uh, young guard that was a bit naive. You make it to the morgue. Cannot see a body anywhere. Fela, they're gonna kill you, Fela. And not when it's supposed to be your time. They're gonna kill you. People have been asking where the bodies go, but there's literally one door. Where do the bodies go? As you're sort of poking around the wall, you find an almost invisible seam. And he's gonna whack the sword against the wall. (laughs) On your left, there is what appears to be a body wrapped in an old bedsheet. On the floor, you can see a metal grate sealed with a heavy lock. And above you, there is a small hatch like a loft hatch. Toby, someone's coming. Okay, we've got up, we've got down, and we've got back where we came. And I don't like the idea of down, and back where we came is pointless, so up. It takes you maybe five minutes, but you come across another hatch underneath you, and it is locked. On the wall, painted in yellow paint and kind of peeling and faded, is some writing. It says, good friends and good wine is the greatest of rebellions. The three of you are in this strange room, and you have fallen through a a door in the ceiling um, and you have found this strange room and written on the wall is good friends and good wine is the greatest of rebellions you can also see there are some books on a bookshelf you also know there are some nice bottles of wine on a desk there's also a few other bits of things on a desk Um, And there are some sort of soft furnishings on the floor, like cushions and maybe a few rugs. What do you do? Like, how many beanbags and soft furnishings are there? Like, is it like there was a group of maybe like 20 people down here or a group of like five? Roll an investigation check. Uh, What is my investigation? 14. I think you can tell that it's not many. I think you can tell that it's kind of fewer than five. Cool. Can I please look at the books, since no one else can read? <laughs> so, yeah, Laverna, would you please? <laughs> okay, please roll me an investigation check, Laverna. 17. There seems to be, like, not that many books on the shelf. It looks like the ones that are there are kind of very precious and loved. And you can see that there are some, like, pretty heavy spell books up here. Uh, someone who was reading them was probably pretty advanced. They're They're probably beyond you. And certainly, you know, beyond failure and definitely beyond Toby. Hey, I'm the best spellcaster amongst a lot of you. Fuck off. You probably are, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm like a full caster. I have level two spells. You all have level one. You can't read, Toby. (laughs) But I can't read. (laughs) And the other thing you notice is there's like quite a lot of religious texts there. It looks kind of oddly like someone has read about pretty much every god and goddess in the Pantheon. Do I recognise any of these books, these religious texts? Only straight up and down D20. 18. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you recognise a few of them from your studies. Okay. Um, presumably I hated these books. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the religious stuff. 
Can I just kind of leaf through? How many books are there in total? 20 to 30. Okay, that's a bit too many books. One book is too many books. I just want to, I'm looking for like, I want, I feel like there could be, you know, secret codes inside the books, you know, pages that have been ripped out. Can I, or can I look in the spell books to see if there are any pages ripped out? Yeah, you do. You're looking for like a torn, frayed page. There's nothing. Can I ask what, Laverna, what language are they in? I don't know what language are they in. <laughs> Mostly common. Mostly common. Okay. But the odd bit of draconic, you know, just thrown in. <laughs> So I'm looking at my character sheet and I have absolutely nothing, like everything that I could do, unless I try and charm these fucking books or this room and there's nothing like, can I, can I actually have a, I just want to get like a bit of an inventory so there was other things on the desk, like. Yes, so there is, there's a desk with a few bits on it other than the bottles of wine. Yeah, what bit, what few bits? On one side of the desk, there's like a lot of loose sheaths of paper with some drawings on and there is also a stack of four books on there. I, I motion to Laverna, like, this is your area. Um, can I look first at the paper with the drawings? Uh, okay, please roll me an investigation check. Mm, that's only a 12. Um, so you can see that they're mostly of, like, scenery. So pictures of rivers, mountains, coast. So they're places you've never seen. But the pictures are just so beautiful that you kind of inexplicably feel better. I think you can tell whoever drew these places really, really loved them. And as you're kind of flicking through them, your hand falls on a picture of a human woman with long hair plaited in dozens of tiny braids. On her lap is a little boy, maybe seven or eight, with similarly braided hair. And the two of them are looking at each other like there's no one else in the world. As you look at this, you're struck with this kind of pang of longing that you don't really understand. Quick, give the happy making pictures to Toby. Give him the serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recognise these people. No, just a woman and you can only assume it's her child. You said the, the, what did you say, it was platinum hair? Plaited hair. Oh, plaited hair. What it's a charcoal drawing, so you oh, can't okay. tell. Right. Makes sense. Do we know, like, can I do a some kind of history check or something, like, world-wise? Is this hair, plaited hairstyle, particularly, like, to a specific to a region of any type give me a history check 13 you probably know that it is specific to a region and a region quite far away but you're not quite sure which one okay so you don't think this woman and her child were native to the local area okay so it could possibly be gladiators or could possibly be people left behind by someone who was a gladiator taken as a gladiator um, I'm going to like hand them to I think to Fela because she's been here the longest. She might recognise like are they, if they maybe if they're re- re- relatives of a former gladiator. Oh yeah, I was going to say, is there any either resemblance or do I just remember anyone else who's been here a long time who would kind of reminisce about either the scenery or family or anything? I think, Failer, I just need a straight up and down luck check. So roll me a d20, but it's going to be quite a high one. Uh, probably not then, only an 11. Something strikes you as familiar, but you're not quite sure what. Okay. Okay. Um, the books on the table, what kind of books are they? Laverna, you open up the books and you'll see they are handwritten journals. Oh, that's cool. Um, can I read them out? Like, how long are they? They're pretty thick, pretty long. You're not going to have the time to sit down and read them start to finish. Okay. 
Um, I think I'm just going to be sitting, you know, like chilling by the table, flicking through them, reading little bits to try and get a gist of them, and the others can do investigating while I'm while I'm reading. Okay, so I will come back to you. The other two of you, is there anything else you would like to do in this room? So I think Fela would mainly be interested in trying to figure out specifically who it was who was down here rather than like having got the general gist of it so is there anything that gives that away like a more personal effect or even like i don't know someone's just like carved their initials into the wall or something like in a so and so was here kind of way like is there anything like that go and roll me a it's got to be another investigation i think yeah uh, uh that's crap uh seven I don't think you can spot anything. Quick, let's carve our initials into the wall. <laughs> uh, you also mentioned, so we came down at the ceiling, and then yeah. there was a door into this room as well. Yes. Can I put my ear against it, or like try and like find a crack around it and figure out what's on the other side of it without actually opening it? Okay, give me a perception check. Huh. Three. <laughs> There's a corridor the other side of the door. We um, came down from the like vents, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, but those vents that we came down through, they still go. Like this isn't the only exit of those vents, is it? No. So you saw a few other exits as you were crawling through, and you saw some that went exited down and some that exited up. So you might be able to get between the floors this way. Can I do a little bit of like? I, I I don't say the word investigate, but I get a little bit of snooping around to try and like not necessarily go into any of these rooms, but try and work out maybe what other rooms we could get to from the same like system. You're going to try and get into the vents and have a look around. Yeah. So how about a survival check for me? You're not going to go very far. No, I'm not. I'm not straying far at all. I'm just seeing what's like the next one along either direction. So I have, I just as my sheet, I have a passive perception and insight of 10 and investigation of 9. Like, I do not have these skills at all, and that's an 8. Some stuff. Great. Stuff and things. Places. There are, there are rooms. Um, anything else you two are doing, squad? I have a couple more. Go on. One is uh, the name Saffron you said we didn't recognise, but could I think about the other gladiators I know and based on the fact that it seems to be the older ones, is there someone whose name I don't know who feels like they might vaguely fit the description of like who might be next? What kind of check is that, do you think? History? I'm not really sure. Yeah, history maybe? Let's go with a history. Ooh, 19. That's better. 19. Okay. So off the top of your head, old gladiators that have been there a while, you know mm-hmm. all of them. Okay. You know, anybody who has been there probably more than five years, you would definitely know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of odd to you that you don't know this name. Okay. I'd say you recognize 99% of people's faces, but it might take you a couple of years to learn everyone's name because you tend to keep yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. And the turnover is real high. And the turnover is real high. Yeah, that's probably true. So what you're kind of getting from this is you don't think this is an old fella. Saffron is a male name, so you think it's a guy. Okay. But you don't think it's any of the older guys. Could it be someone who's injured? Yeah. And you that question comes to your head, and with a 19, I think 
you can't think of anyone who suffered really catastrophic injuries recently? Apart from the ones who died. But maybe not catastrophic, maybe it's just like performance injury. Like it lowers this this guy's performance to a point that he's no longer worth the money and they want to just, they're going to kill him off. You're thinking of someone like Fela, who's, you know, got yeah. lots of pain. Yeah. She, you also can't think of anyone like that. Do you think you're probably on the wrong track with that? Okay. okay. And then final thing that I want to do is I want to go over to the bottles of wine and she's like, I'm really thirsty. Those tunnels are like really hot. And then I want to open one of them and give it a sniff. And I don't think Thaler would have ever drunk wine before. And so just be like, what is this stuff? And would like hand it over to one of the others. One of the children. <laughs> Who are you handing it to? Are you handing it to Laverna or Toby? I think Toby's had more life pre-being a gladiator, maybe. So on that basis. All right, Toby. Um, let's give you a, well, I think immediately you recognize it as wine. It's wine. Uh, and I would like you to do a, gosh, what kind of check is this? I don't know. Can it be based on charisma? <laughs> I just feel like Laverna probably took a wine tasting, like wine tasting was probably part of her education at some point. Yeah, but, but. Failer doesn't know that. No, Failer doesn't know that. I, I sniff it and say it's wine and then have a swig. Yeah, Toby, roll me a constitution check. The last time I drank wine, I had to make a constitution saving throw. It was during Curse of Strahd and I, had to, I took about 20 points of damage. So, oh, that's 19. Well, you give it a sniff and you're like, wow, this smells really good. This is like weirdly nice wine for being down here. This is weirdly nice wine for being down here. <laughs> How do they get it in then? Like, I assume the gods aren't well paid enough that they're, like, buying luxury shit like this. I don't know. Laverna, do you want some wine? Wine? Oh, yeah. Cheers. I throw her the bottle. Laverna drops it. Wine everywhere. Do I need to do a dex um, throw? <laughs> no, nah, you're all right. You catch it deftly. You would definitely make You probably would make that. You're a rogue. You have high dex. Yeah. I've got plus four dex, plus eight sleight of hand. So if we call it a sleight of hand, I could definitely pass it. Oh yeah, you've you catch it deftly. Um and roll me a history check. Ooh. Uh hmm, eight. Some nice wine. Your wine tasting didn't cover this uh that particular region. Something I could do like a really really pretend pretentious, like, you know, snip will they pass it past their nose, like they don't fully sniff it, like we'll do the little wafting with the hand. It's like a nice big bowly like... glass that she could put a little drop oh, in the bottom yes, and swirl um... it round, have a look at the legs on it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> like hints of a uh, hints of rosemary. Blackberry. Blackberry you know. and a little bit of ash. A bit it's of vanilla. Clearly of the of the uh, hills of the Great Valley Mountain Pass. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Valley Mountain Pass. Oh yeah, and that's your world building notes. <laughs> I'll put that in the map somewhere. <laughs> the 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 Great Hill Valley Pass. Titanic, you know. <laughs> yeah, clearly uh, aged in a fine cedar cask. Dear listeners, everybody here except Serena has done a wine tasting, and we can tell. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. It's bloody nice wine. Okay, cool. Um, and you drink it. The, the, the character amongst the three of us who has had done a wine tasting in character is the only person who in real life has never actually done a wine tasting. 
Good combo, guys. Hey, yeah. my character's done a wine tasting. One, one of the many that you are playing, yeah. Presumably <laughs> the one who owns this fucking wine that we're swigging. Probably, like, Alfred. Yeah, T- Toby just, like, pulls that one back from Laverna and takes another swig. Like, oh, it's a really nice wine. All right, anything else? So I think Fela has exhausted her list of things to do. Um, Toby, any thoughts? Um, I, I, does the desk have drawers? No. It's just like a rickety old table. It's like really at odds with this quite fancy wine. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything in the room we haven't like looked at and at least failed to check on? Not really. Cool, then I'm no, neither. Can I find out if I found anything interesting from these journals? Um, give me an investigation check. That will be a... Oh, an 18. So you, you find out a few things. The first one you read is written in common. Um, and it doesn't take you long or flicking through it to decide it was written by a cleric. Except this cleric seems to be a little bit odd. They don't seem to follow any particular god. You can't see them mentioning one god over and over. They're talking about all these deities and the wonder of every deity and how the world is so made perfectly in balance by all of these different gods and goddesses working together. And you flick a little bit more and you can see her talking a lot about her child and her hopes and fears and worries for her child. And you can't pick up much of what's going on, but towards the end, you can see things sort of getting more and more incoherent and her handwriting's getting faster and faster and sloppier. And you kind of think this is probably the woman in the picture you saw. Okay. And if you want to find out more about her, you'd have to take much longer to read this journal in like real depth. Okay. Um, But this is just a quick flick through. The next one you look through is in Goblin. And the first thing you notice is it's mostly just paintings and drawings and sketches. Okay. Um, under some of them, there are little bits of writing about people and places. And there are stories of far off lands and things that happened. You're mm-hmm. pretty sure this person's probably a bard of some kind, but you're not sure. Um, on one page, you do see a rough sketch. It's the human woman again and the child there's a goblin woman and a tiefling man, and they're all holding up glasses and smiling. What does the child of a tiefling and a goblin look like? Oh, no, the child's human. Eh? And the third one you pick up is Infernal. In what? Infernal. Oh. You don't read Infernal. I don't read Infernal. But you can tell it's probably a spell book. Okay. And as you read more and more, or you try and look at more and more, you can see again, like you did with the, the clerics, book that later on the handwriting gets sort of sloppier and faster and more frantic lots of like crossing out and scribbles and you think that it looks like he was trying to work something out and the last one you pick up it seems to be some kind of copy book probably belongs to the child Ah, okay on one page you can see an alphabet painstakingly copied out in common and then below it the alphabet in goblin and I, you, you can probably guess the alphabet below that is in Infernal. It looks like he was trying to learn how to read and write. Right. You kind of flick through and you can see like a few attempts to write a few words like book and desk and table. And you see one page where in common they've written out the name Ben several times in like little neat handwriting um so you probably guess that the kid's name was ben and he was trying to learn how to write his name so do we think maybe that they like 
this family like lived down here or something? Well, I'm not sure if it's a family. We've got woman and well, child. adopted family. Yeah. Like, but then we've yeah. got goblin woman and tiefling man. I don't know if they're, they might not be connected. The picture you saw of them, you can see they were friends. Like even if, even if they're not like a couple with their adopted child, like it seems like it's some kind of like approximation of a family. Well, it's yeah. a couple and then a mother and child. Yeah. Four of them in total. Laverna, as you're flicking through the Book of Infernal, a single loose page falls out of it. Ooh, okay. But it's still in Infernal and you can't read it. Can I pocket the loose page, please? You super can. Uh, while we're at the, uh, while I'm going in my pockets, can I also like take out the uh, death certificates and like look at them with a bit more clarity of thought now that I'm not fuming and making uh, prestidigitation sparks come out my eyes? Yeah, you absolutely can. You have a little look, uh, you got a little look through and you can see that it's got the names copied out and it has their supposed date of death copied out. Yeah. Um, but the cause of death is blank. What's the uh, dates? Uh, so the dates, so you're looking at Jorgrim's, his date is about a week, maybe 10 days from now. Um, Savran, you're looking at maybe two, two and a half weeks. And failure getting up to maybe three and a half, four weeks' time. Not loads of time. Can I ask uh, to keep the book in which the child is learning to write? Yeah, you slip it into your pocket. I mean, do we want to keep these books? Because it sounded like if Laverna were to spend more time, she could find out more information, particularly from the That's ones true. she can actually read. Yeah. And also, do we know any? Is there anyone who, any fellow gladiator who is a tiefling? Uh, are you trying to work that out, Mister? Not being there very long. Well, I'm just, yeah, I guess I'm just asking if I, have I seen a tiefling wandering around? Like... Okay, roll me a history check. Okay, cheeky minus one to this one, baby. It's a nat 20. So the first thing you kind of think of when you think this is this picture is quite old. So anyone who was in the picture would be significantly older by now. I was mostly thinking of like another tiefling who would know Infernal that we might be able to read it for us, but. I think you can probably think of one one tiefling gladiator. Do I trust this tiefling gladiator? You don't know their name. I don't think you've ever spoken to them. So I think Toby is a kind of self-contained. You know, I don't imagine Toby would have spoken to this person. Probably not, unless they were like one of the small group of men around my age that I spar with occasionally. Uh, no, I think it's a, a female tiefling, and I think that they're may maybe in their thirties. No, maybe late twenties. Late twenties. Are you going to mention this, or do I already know this as well? Slash failure. Do we know this? Presumably, we've been like, have you been sharing everything you found in the book, and the fact that there's one in yeah. infernal? That okay. I might just say, if it's an infernal, maybe we could get that. Um, what's her name? The tiefling woman to. Do we never know who her name or anything about her at all? I think the only person who would would be Fela. I don't think any of you would have a reason to. So Fela, give me a. Uh, this is yeah. Let's go history again. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen. I think you would know her name as Ia, and I think that you with a thirteen. I think that you know her reasonably well. Just mm -hmm. in terms of you know people who have spent that much time in the the compound, but I don't think you're particularly friends. I don't think you'd be able to get a bead on whether you trusted her enough with this kind of thing. 
Um, and she certainly isn't, you know, this kind of level of a wizard who, if you looked at the other books, you imagine the uh, the wizard was was pretty powerful. You don't imagine she is that kind of level. Is she is she in any way magically inclined? Roll me a straight up and down d20. I haven't decided yet. Uh, six. No, she's a barbarian. Well, uh, yeah, I know her. Uh, her name's Ia. She's been here a while, so I guess she kind of knows what she's doing, but yeah, I mean, not that friendly with her. I don't think she dislikes me either. We could try and ask her. You can try and befriend her. I feel like we would need to befriend her quite a lot before telling her all of this, gestures vaguely to the entire room. <laughs> I feel like I could get a pretty good read on someone fairly quickly. That's like Laverna's thing. Laverna, do you still look like the guard from upstairs? Um... At some point, I think I just probably, like, someone said, like, oh, let's have a rest. And then I was like, okay. And then I kind of shook my head. And then as I shook, like a dog, you know, when they get, like, they get out of water and they, like, shake the water, I, like, shook off the appearance. And now I now I look like me again. Yeah, we had a short rest, so we've been in this room for over an hour, so it would have disappeared. No, but I, but I shook it off. I didn't just, just let it disappear. Like, I, I just wanted the cool effect. I want the visual effect, okay? Okay. It just disappears. That's fun. Are we doing anything else? Any other thoughts? Let's, let's all go befriend this character that we've made Hannah make up on the spot. <laughs> well, we do sort of desperately need to think about what the hell we do next. We I'll chat probably... about Toby's, uh, you know, very charismatic, and I reckon he'd be uh, into tieflings. Not, like, not... <laughs> I mean, if we're going for a charismatic, I've got char- charisma. I'm pretty sure Laverna would be into it. A contest. <laughs> we need to find a way back upstairs. Like, I've still got some stuff up there. We... Jorgrim deserves us telling him what we found down here and how in danger he is. And if we can figure out who Savran is, I'd like to tell him as well. We do also have no way out of the, the, the place, the gladiator place yet anyway. So we kind of don't want them to realise that we're missing. And at some point they're going to realise that we stole a key. We've been down here long enough. I think they've realised we're missing. I think we need to go back upstairs, nick some stuff, get a secret message out, then get back into the vents. What, just live in the vents for however long it takes us to get out of this place? Live on the outside of the vents. There must be a way out. Um, you also, at some point, probably need to work out what those creatures were that were living under the morgue. Oh Yeah, there's also those creatures that were living under the morgue. Yeah, they were too far down for us to easily see them, weren't they? You couldn't really see, but they seemed huge and angry. We should put bets on it. I bet dragons. Roll a nature check, Toby. Uh, that's a oh, nature. That's a 13. Um, You don't think it was a dragon. It didn't seem scaly. Right. Gelatinous cube. <laughs> it didn't seem <laughs> cubic. It, yeah, that's my bet. Well, the thing the thing I was checking for was, did it seem draconic? And it didn't seem scaly. Can we try and sneak? I think we need to sneak back in. Like how, how long have we been gone for? Say maybe an hour and a half. I don't think it took you that long to get down here. And there's no fight today. And we haven't... I don't think it's... That's not long enough between meals. Because we went pretty much fairly soon after breakfast. We probably don't get fed until dinner. I also had a very, very small breakfast, so I'm probably getting a bit hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> and also a little bit lightheaded after the wine I've been drinking this whole conversation. <laughs> like, we definitely need, I think we need to try and sneak back in, in our normal roles, and not try and just hide away again. I think we need to, like, go back in as if nothing nothing happened. 
Can I do some kind of common sense check as to whether or not that's going to work, or if we've been, if an hour and a half is already enough for it to be suspicious? Wisdom check. Probably know, like, the guards a bit or something? I don't know. Yeah, we're, we are a very wise party, the three of us. Yeah. I, I'm going sort of, like, middling with my rolls today. That's an 11. Wait, aren't you still disadvantaged on everything? Not on wisdom. Oh, not on wisdom, nice. I don't think. Okay. I should check You've that. been rolling at disadvantage with your intelligence checks, by the way. That is a good point. It's all right. I think he's failed most of them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wisdom. Are you sure wisdom was fine? Yeah, I think it was. It was intelligence, dex, and strength or something. I think, I think we're intelligence, dex, and strength. Yeah, I think so. You think it's probably okay, an hour and a half. You were sent to your room to chill out, so people might That's just true. think you were sleeping in your room. The other two, I mean, it's it's their day off. They could... Okay. In in a lucky day, no one will have noticed. We're all fairly reclusive as well. No, I don't think Laverne is not particularly reclusive. But I feel like she would. She's probably at some point. She's only been here for what, like two weeks. At some point in that two weeks, she's probably like been hidden away for a, for a little bit of time, maybe with with another person. And then they're all like, "Ooh, where Laverne has gone?" And then Laverne comes back and is all like, "Hey." Apparently, Laverne fucks. But <laughs> <laughs> it's now canon. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure somewhere in the notes we've got for for Laverna is chaotic pansexual. Oh yeah. Nice. Does she happen to shag this particular tiefling by any chance? <laughs> Not this particular one, but I'm sure she could if she tried. <laughs> so anyway, I don't think it'd be that suspicious, Laverna, not being around for like an hour. It never really came up, but chaotic pansexual was pretty much what Omi was as well. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. We have to have a chaotic pansexual in every single series, so next series it's Oh my god, turn. yeah we do. Yeah. As long as I don't have to roleplay flirting. Oh no, we've already done that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So, should we, like, do we want to exit this room and find out where the hell we are, or do we want to... I think starting to find our way back before we uh, are away too much longer. Are we going to try and get this, return this key secretly, or do we want to try and keep hold of it? Because... I feel like it's useful. I mean, these magic limiter band things are pretty awkward to have. Yeah. We need to put them back on, by the way. Do we have to? Well, if we're going to sneak back in, we need to put them back on. Um, it's quite a useful thing to have, and I don't think anyone would think, oh yes, I know her dagger definitely has a secret compartment in the hilt. Like, it's very hidden in the in the dagger. Like, it doesn't rattle either, like, Someone would, wouldn't pick up that dagger and know it has a secret compartment in it. Whether they realise that our little caper in the um, the training room was to steal the, the thing. Mate, we were pretty masterful. I'm sure we'll be fine. I was a very good sleight of hand. I think we did actually roll really well on that skill challenge. So, you I think know. We, did, we had yeah. one failure. When we were crawling around in the vents, were there options for up? Yes. So, we could go back the way we came, or we could try and go through the vents, which would probably be less suspicious because it wouldn't involve going through up the massive hole in the wall of the morgue. But wasn't that that option like the there's a vent going along like the space between two floors and we can go up one floor but then like could we go up multiple floors through the vents or are we gonna have to get out but you the, only like... you only came from the ground floor oh so it's only like ground floor basement it's not like several layers of sub basement or anything no it's just ground floor basement and you all pr- it's sort of ground floor basement and the first floor is like storage uh sorry the yeah first floor is like storage and stuff so if you could get up to the ground floor, um, you're pretty good, pretty good to go, depending on where you surface. 
So actually, we could we could find somewhere like I can go invisible and start like I can then scout out while no one wants to be able to, be able to see me. It's just a case of opening the door. Yeah, remember we do have a door into the corridor. Or we can figure out what's on the other side of that door out into the corridor. That is a good point. Can we? Can I have a quick think? Or can we all have a quick think about whether any of our rooms have vents in vent holes in them? They do not. Damn. Any of the corridors outside our rooms? Everybody, roll a perception check. Eleven. I don't have a plus zero, but I still rolled an eighteen. With a minus two, that's still a sixteen, which I'm quite happy about. You can all think of a few places. Uh, some of them are like not ideal places, like in the middle of a corridor, and you probably don't want to pop up in the middle of a corridor. Just you know, reappear in the training room out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So some of them are kind of not places you want to be seen. Big boss man's office, for example. In fact, who got the eighteen? That was me. Yeah, Laverna, you know there definitely is one in Alfric's office. Ooh, okay. That is potentially extremely useful because before you escape, we're going to have to break in there and get some pills for Taylor. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that's actually really useful to know. You think you've seen some in like some cupboards and stuff as well, like storage rooms? Like over a cupboard, it's just us in there. It's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> People are probably used to doing that with Laverna, apparently, I guess. I yeah, I feel like Laverna knows some cupboards pretty well. Hello, we've been having a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. I mean, we could all go to different store cupboards. <laughs> well, isn't us finding one that's a store cupboard, let alone three. There are some that are in really handy places and some that are in really terrible places. And you think that, you know, if you get in these vents, they're quite cosy. They're quite uh, close together. So you're probably going to be crawling through pretty much on your bellies. And the person at the front, potentially, would need to make some kind of check. Oh, I don't know. A survival check to make sure that you get out in the right place to get out in somewhere that is not going to be a disaster. All right, on three, everyone said their survival modifier. Three, two, one. You said after three? Minus two. Zero. Zero. All right, we've got a couple of duck eggs in there. So between us, we have a minus two <laughs> to survival. Good effort, guys. That seven wisdom I rolled is uh, is really uh, coming in clutch. Oh, yeah. Let's work building a fucking party, everybody. Well, in fairness, how many, like, I mean, apparently we have been reading the books, but I'm not sure you get many clerics as gladiators, so... No, we could have a ranger, that would work. Yeah, that might have been the best option. I'm going to vote that Toby goes first and can turn himself invisible if needed while, like, sticking his head out vents. I can turn myself into the guard again. Yeah, but why would you be in the vent? Why is the guard in a cupboard? <laughs> I, I, I think this plan might work, actually, of Toby... Because how long is it really going to take us to crawl through vents? Like, we've got an hour of me invisible. It's a floor that we've got to get up as well. It's not miles. Plus a bit of looking around while we're there. We can almost... I could roll a survival check and then turn invisible before I pop my head up in the vent. And if I've chosen poorly, then at least I'm invisible, so it's not, like, obvious. Yeah. Um, and then we can keep trying until we find somewhere good and hope that no one is suspicious of vents just randomly opening and closing. I mean, you can do them very subtly. Although the right, vents have vents. They are vents, right? Which means... Yeah, they do have little gaps in them, yeah. <laughs> you can look through them. You don't have to open them. It's true. They might not get the best angle, but yeah. To the vents. Let's go. Give me your order. Toby, and then, I don't know, between you two. I think Failer in the middle and the Werner at the end, because like, Failer's the one who could struggle with the... Uh, flexibility in the event. Uh, you just want to give you a feather's butt, don't you? <laughs> she's not that much of a, of a nympho. Guys, she's chaotic pansexual, not a pervert. 
<laughs> Very different. Also, Fela's like Fela's like her two week adopted mother for two weeks. That's true. Yeah, Pretty God, weird. guys, horny jail for all of you. <laughs> Does that mean there's a tiefling in there if it's horny jail? In fact, you squeeze up into the vents and it's pretty it's pretty tight. So you're kind of crawling along. Fela's a pretty solidly built girl, so her shoulders are squashed against the wall. Her belly's practically on the floor. Toby, you're the littlest, I think. So how hench is Lavanna? Um, I suppose Laverna's taller than you, but she's kind of tall and thin. So the three of you are kind of crawling through the vents. So can I have a perception check from everyone? 14. 10. 2. Laverna. Yeah. You can hear something. Oh, shit. In the vents? Coming up behind you. I, I don't like this. This is a spider. You can hear pitter-patter. Oh, God. Jesus, really? Please tell me it's like a cat or something really nice. Do you tell, do you tell me about this pitter-patter? Wait, do I tell them? Oh. Uh, I go, shh, guys, I hear a thing. I hear something. Are we, like, in the vent now? Yeah, you're well in there. Is there a, is there an up near me? Roll a straight up and dandy 20. Uh, 13. Unlucky for some. Um, yeah, I think that there is a vent, but it is, like, quite a long way ahead of you. And, in fact, as Laverna says, like, shh, you can all hear the pitter-patter of dozens of little tiny rodent feet and let's roll initiative oh seriously <laughs> evil dm evil oh. i quite like the idea of you having to do this fight like on your 13. bellies yeah i mean in order i'm i'm at the i'm at the back because if they're coming up behind us like i'm totally useless i have nothing at range 16 this is where everyone realizes i don't have eldritch blast uh you built a warlock without eldritch blast i did build a warlock without eldritch blast so 16 for laverna failure do I have disadvantage on initiative? It's a dex check, so yes. Yeah. Cool. Still 11. Uh, Toby? I got a 13. Laverna, you kind of like drop to your belly and you look over your shoulder and coming up behind you is a swarm of rats. Uh, do I get to go first? Uh, you are going first and they are starting to crawl up your legs. Oh no, they're already on me. Yeah, they're getting up there. They're crawling up onto you. I want to. I want. Thought maybe I could cast silent image and make like a wall appear behind me so that they they would like not run into the wall. But uh, they're already on me. They're they're pretty much already there. Oh, this is so gross. I also think rats are pretty dumb and will just run through the wall. Probably. <laughs> it's so icky. I don't know what to do. Uh, it's a really small space as well. I can't even swing my rapier. Um, I can use my daggers. I've got two daggers. I'm holding them pointing downwards and I'm just going stab, 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 stab. You're trying to kebab them. I'm, ke- I'm kebabbing all of the rodents. Roll your first dagger strike just as normal. 15. 15. Uh, that hits and roll to hurt. Uh, wait a second. Uh, is the enemy within five feet of it and an enemy, another enemy? Yes, you can have sneak attack. Yes. 13, that's for one dagger. Okay, so as you're trying to like kebab them with this, it's actually quite hard to hit them. And um, so you you think you're struggling a little bit with this. That's DM speak for they might have resistance to this attack. Shit. You can now attack with the other one, but you can't add your dex modifier to the to hit. Seven. You miss. There's only, it's only damage you don't add the modifier to. That's true. Sorry, add your dex modifier to that. 13. 
13, that hits, okay, but now you just roll the dice, you're not getting sneak attack this time, and you can also not add the damage modifier, so you just roll your d4. Oh, that's a 1. Okay, so Laverna, you have not enjoyed that. Fela, you can feel like rats starting to run up, and one of them's got like inside your tunic. Um, and it's like running around like on your belly and it's super Ooh. weird. Um, Toby, they haven't reached you yet, but you're not happy about it. What are you going to do? Um, can I get within five feet of them or are Laverna and Fela blocking the way? I don't think you're going to be able to turn around to face them, but you can probably back yourself up. So I, an arm strike is kind of my main option here. You've got no spells you can use. Not at range. I presumed you had Eldritch Blast because you're a warlock. I made a wall. I'm an Eldritch Blastless Warlock because I'm a punk. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna try and like stomp on some rats that, from behind. I guess. All right, give me a run on strike. Oh, that's an unnatural twenty. <laughs> oh, sexy. Uh, roll to hurt. I don't need to because my arm strike is just two damage. All right, you do two damage. Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. It does make a difference because it's really fucking hard to hit them. <laughs> Especially, that makes sense. I'm like kicking them from behind. <laughs> it's like whack a mole. Okay, then that's my turn. All right, Fela, talk to me about what you're going to do. Uh, I'm assuming by the logic that there isn't room to swing a sword, there isn't room to swing a hand axe either. Probs, no. Well, I mean, you think about it, you can't really move your shoulders. You're not going to be able to turn around. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to punch or kick or just try and grab and squeeze um you said there was one that was like already crawling on me so i want to try and yeah it's inside your t-shirt with you oh i want to pull that one out and punch it basically or just like smack it into the side of the vent no that'll cause a lot of noise i'll just punch it okay give it give me an unarmed strike uh that is a uh 14 that hits. My unarmed strikes just do four bludgeoning damage. Um, okay, and Laverna, they're going to have a nibble on you. Oh. That is a 15 to hit. Does that hit? Right, my armor class is 15. It beats it, beats it. Oh, damn it. Oh, that is going to be a tasty nine points of piercing damage as you feel them yeah. biting your legs um, and your arms, their uh, little rodent teeth. Uh, Am I going to get, like, rabies or something? I could do a diseased variant if you like, but... Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm okay. Don't encourage okay. her. Laverna, what you going to do? Right, I'll dagger them again. That's 16 plus 6. That hits. Cool. And then 8 damage for that dagger, and then for the other dagger. Roll to hit, just as normal. Okay, that's 8 and a 6. That's 14. Okay, that hits, and now you do not add your modifier to your damage. Okay. That's a 2. Toby, they are just starting to like get and they're like nibbling at your ankles and you can feel their sharp little teeth. Can I maybe try and like stab them, like reach back with a dagger and stab them? Because I do have one of those. Go for it. Because this is a better to hit and more damage, so you know. Uh that's a 17. That hits. Three damage. Failure. I'm gonna punch some rats. Yeah. They're like all over you. You can feel some more like running up your t-shirt and there's like one in your hair yeah i'm basically i'm squishing rats oh right squish me some rats oh that's a 22 that that hits uh so that's another four points of bludgeoning damage with an unarmed strike four points again bludgeoning not so easy but yeah and then i will it's the only thing i can really do so i will action surge and punch again 
<laughs> punch some more rats. Go. Uh, twenty-one this time. Oh, the, oh no, that one doesn't hit. Yeah. Uh, for four half to two, I'm guessing bludgeoning damage. Oh right, and uh, as you do this failure, you can feel the one in your hair trying to nom you, and that is only five, so that's not gonna hit you. So as we're getting up here, like Toby, they're like inside your trousers, and there's like mm-hmm. one on your knee. Uh, Laverna, what do you do? You're like covered in them. There's some like right up by your mouth, and you oh. think if you're gonna scream. I mean, I don't want to scream because I don't want the people to hear me. Otherwise. Yeah, but you think like that one of them might like, get in your mouth if you do. Ooh. I mean, Laverna's like she gallivanted around as a teen and whatnot. Um, like she's been in some rough places, but she doesn't. She doesn't like the road, and she's she likes things clean. And yes, she's kind of slightly freaking out. Is there any difference between actually stabbing with the daggers and just flailing with the daggers? Because I feel like she's flailing right now. No, just for flavor, you're flailing. For flavor, I am flailing. For flavor, flavor, flailing, flavor, flailing, flailing, flavor. I can't. I'm, Are you okay? <laughs> I can't speak. They're on me, right? Am I going to end up accidentally stabbing myself? Only if you roll bad, bad. Okay, all right. Try not to. All right, rolls will hit. First dagger. That is a seventeen. That hits. Okay. One d four plus four. That's a four plus four. That's an eight. As you start like flailing, you can kind of see that all of you are stomping and flailing and hitting and stabbing, and you're getting the idea that you're getting somewhere with them, and there seems to be fewer of them. Okay. Hit with the second dagger. Go. That's a 16. Hits. Nice. And a 1d4. That's a 2. Didn't I always roll a 2 on the second one? But it's enough. As you spear the last rat through the floor. And it goes, as it dies. Well, no, you made it sound cute. Now I feel bad. Deflated. You did. It sounded like you let all the air out of it. Yeah, you deflated the rat. 